The Deep Analysis Podcast, in association with the Information Coalition. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Deep Analysis Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about openness and content services, what that means, and uh, whether we should care about it. So today I am going to go with the flow and talk about content services and not ECM. That's a discussion for another day as to why, um, but in the context of open source, uh, services are key. Few if anyone's going to buy and implement a monolithic, all singing, all dancing, open source ECM system, but then nor is anyone going to buy a closed source monolithic ECM system. What they're going to do is buy multiple services to build and improve or fix a business need. So with that in mind, let's noodle a little on what open source means in 2016. It's a term that's come a long way since the 1990s when it typified true community platform building. Today, most enterprise open source software is led not by a community, but by a commercial firm of some description. Uh, the community still plays a part in many of these, for sure, uh, feeding back improvements. But the core is controlled tightly and it's commercialized appropriately. I guess in truth, there isn't commercially much, if any, difference today between most open source and proprietary enterprise software. But there are still differences that are worth taking note of. The times they are changing, and we seem to be coming full circle, from siloed products to grand visions of all singing and dancing unique platforms. The developer, for long sidelined, um, is coming back into the fore and starting to take charge again. So a content service that runs on open standards has an open architecture and a community base is quite appealing. It means a bigger pool of developers to draw upon, um, more creative options to utilize services like big data, cloud, AI, and in the future blockchain for tr digital transformations. So the time does seem to be ripe for the current open source content service vendors to make some hay. And some are, to be fair. Uh, Nuxio is claiming a record year of growth and Alfresco's inked a few big deals this year too. Effersoft is seemingly doing pretty well in the capture market and Acquia, though it certainly had its challenges, is still a big deal in web content management. Those vendors, in theory at least, and there are many more, have more freedom to change with the times and adapt to new opportunities. At the same time, we have to be realistic and recognise that those same vendors don't have the same level of funding or even market visibility of some of their closed-sourced peers. So, though there are opportunities... Uh, it's still a bit of an uphill struggle for them. Even so, I think over the next three to five years, we're going to see much more openness, and uh, openness in, in the broadest sense of the word. We're already seeing some of that uh, with the slow death of the proprietary repository. 
Now the storyline from just about everybody is that you can store your files wherever you want and I'll manage them for you. On-premise, in the cloud, or a hybrid of the two. We're also seeing content service vendors leverage AI and big data capabilities from Google Azure, Amazon, and make those available to their customers. More and and more broad APIs are being launched to provide developers with more options to develop their own unique platforms and service spins. That's a trend that's going to continue for some time to come, and it's a good thing. But if history teaches us anything, it will likely come full circle, and many enterprises will come to the realisation that just because they've built it all themselves, it's not actually any better than anybody else's. Nuxio, uh, to give, again, credit where it's due, talks about the fact that they take more of an open kitchen approach. And as an avid cook, I can relate to this. By the way, check out the uh, new series of MasterChef professionals in the UK. Standards are amazing. Bit of an aside there. But by open kitchen, Nuxio's obviously not talking about cooking. They're, they're talking about how they are well, proud of their platform, architecture and technology, and the underlying code, so they're more than happy to have it examined, should anybody want to. Come into the kitchen, have a look around. Not everyone's going to have the same approach, and some people, and certainly some vendors, really don't want you to see the conditions inside their kitchen, because you certainly aren't going to be eating anything out of it if you do. More often, it's less that and it's more just a long-held fear that you might steal it or copy it but even so there's a strength and a value in providing developers with an open flexible modern content services platform and a set of tools for rapid deployment and development it's something a lot of the vendors maybe all of the vendors arguably are striving towards and yet here's the twist they're caught at times between a rock and a hard place. Because the mantra of the past few years has been the importance of the business in the buying decision. That's been a double-edged sword. As shadow IT has become rampant, um, and business buyers, they don't really care what's under the covers. They just want to know how it will work for them and how much it's going to cost. And so today that's still the case. But on the horizon... The technical possibilities of, as I said before, the cloud, big data, IoT, AI, blockchain, they're just so immense that it will be developers and technical buyers back in the driving seat at some point soon. So should things be open? Yeah, they should. But open source and all of the community aspects that have traditionally come with that is an acquired taste. It's really not for everyone. But open standards, some willingness to open up to some degree or other the underlying code and open and extensive APIs. They're to every developer's tastes. They're good things. And I think we're going to see much more of that. And as a result, some really amazing and new ways to manage information creatively, more efficiently, more cost effectively, more accurately in the future. Well, thanks for listening to this edition of the Deep Analysis Podcast. As always, welcome your feedback, your questions, your suggestions. And of course, 
Should you be looking at the future of information management for your organization? Let us know. We might be able to help. And you can always check us out at www.deepanalysis.net. Until next time, bye.